Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins have finished the regular season 65-12-5. They are the winningest, best, highest point totaling National Hockey League team there has ever been. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Dachi. Rob, how are you doing, buddy? I'm so excited, Joey. I'm so incredibly excited. First of all, obviously, what an incredible season this has been. Like, what more can you say? Like, honestly? I mean, I, it, and I'll it, say... It, you go go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm glad that we spent as much time as we did during this season on this show talking about just enjoying the ride. Yes, because otherwise I might have just wanted to fast forward till now. And there was a lot of folks right after the end of game 82 saying, like, I'm going to miss this regular season and whatever. And like, oh, it's over. And as much as I felt that I was also like, nah, I enjoyed every second. I, I stopped and smelled the flowers. I was enjoying every moment of this ride. Yeah, there was such a widespread narrative that, I mean, it still exists where it's like, well, if they don't win it all, what was the point? And I'm like, I get it, but like, don't, like, why would you deny yourself the happiness of enjoying this regular season? Six months mm. out of the year, like, not nothing. The feeling of knowing like tonight's game night throughout this year was like unmatched. Just knowing yes. like, like for me, I'm I'm a little bit of a goofy guy. Some people know this. Uh, when I like make my coffee on game day, I would like have I would stop and be like, "Oh shoot!" Like I got to use my Bruins mug. It's game day. So like from the time I wake up, I was like very focused, very ready for the for the game. And uh, never once was the thought, "Well, if they don't win it, then I can't be excited for this you know game in February." Like no. Just, just, just enjoy every second. I'm glad that we did, dude. Because my goodness, my goodness, my gracious, what a season! Yeah, I, I, I I'm impossibly excited for this playoff run too. Like, like I, I, mm. I could, I could cry. Like, I'm just so excited for this. Like more than I think I've ever been yeah. excited for the playoffs before. Also, somebody made. I saw a comment. It's just like Bruins fans. What was it like to go in every game knowing there's like an 80 percent chance you're going to win? Like it's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. I mean, like I got really used to it. Probably too much so. Like to the point where I think I'm gonna need next season to contextualize how amazing this season was. Like yeah. next season when they go like 28, 20 and something, I'm gonna be like, Wow, that really was insane, wasn't it? Like mm-hmm. not that like I need it to like look at 65, 12, and 5 and be like, oh, it was pretty good. But I, it's just like what you're in the forest. It's like you're, it's kind of hard sometimes to like give yourself the perspective of like how insane this is. I like started making some notes for this. And like, if you look at the rest of the league, like there was like 12 100 point teams this year, too, or like something which ridiculous is crazy. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, way I more mean, than Toronto's season has been crazy overshadowed. They had like, I, I haven't looked this up at all. I'm, I'm kind of guesstimating here, but that's got to be their best season in a long time. Yeah, it was like 111 points or something like that. Yeah, that's a very good year. <laughs> yeah, but okay, so looking at the Bruins, obviously, obviously, first in wins, 65. Second yep. was 52. They had 13 more wins than the second place. And then they had the the, the fewest losses at 12. 
and the next fewest was 21. <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. close. Like no, dude. You know what's crazy is uh, not not to jump to the Panthers because like I think we do got to recap the end of this season a little bit, but they are facing a team that they finished with 43 more points than. Yeah. 43 more points. Did the Ducks finish with 43 points? Not by much. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the Panthers plus the Ducks and you get the Bruins. They should <laughs> they should be able to call up the, the Anaheim Ducks for this series. Like, can we just, just like rotate easy. teams playing you? Like, can we just be on the power play the whole series? Absolutely the Bruins would not. still have a good shot because they have the best penalty kill. Because of course they do. Of course, dude. That that uh, <laughs> final minute of the Montreal game when Jack was just listing. Oh my God. It was more than a minute. Yeah, I think it was like around like two and a half, three minutes. He started like, okay, <clears throat> you could hear him like shuffling papers. Yeah. All right, where do I start here? He's like, I generated these stats, and you fuckers are gonna hear them all. Like, <laughs> it's like first I, after leading after the first eight and a half minutes on Wednesday afternoons. Like, I really think that like Montreal could have scored three times, and he would have just kept going. I don't think like, there was anything. Matter. That was I don't care. Stop him. No, I prepared really these. You are going to hear them. And also, this is a, this may be a little bit of a contrarian take here because like I love Jack. And I loved what he was doing, but I felt like those stats like didn't fully exemplify how good the team is. It was like there were some that was like they are second in the National Hockey League in power play goals after February first. It's like that. Is there not better ways to exemplify that this is the greatest <laughs> hockey team of all time? You know what I mean? There was a few yeah. of them where like he wasn't saying they were in first. I was like, you should. Like there, I feel like there's way there's a lot more. of fat to trim. There's a lot of fat to trim in those stats. Yeah, first in goals in the first period, first in goals allowed in the first period. Like yeah, yeah I assume that I assumed. I don't know. <laughs> the Bruins went thirty four four and three at home this year. And they went thirty one eight and two on the road. <laughs> like, that's better than anyone else did at home. Like. They ended the season on an eight-game winning streak, which nobody talked about because at any given point, you just assume they are on an eight-game winning streak because they usually were. Remember that time they lost four out of five? And we were like, what happened? The fuck happened to this team? What is this? Yeah. like, And, and then they I were like, even... we're so sorry. We'll lose one game the rest of the year. I think and that's actually did. what happened. Probably. Yeah. I, I on In regulation, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. They lost three out of four. Yeah, and then they went on and lost one more game. Period throughout the rest of the year. (laughs) Good, good. And they all right. So I I feel very confident. Fifteen and one the rest of the way. Sorry, triple crown winner. Olmark is obviously winning the Vesna. I don't care what anybody. I don't care what the fuck anybody's saying about Sorokin or Hellebuck. Like no, like they're great. They played a little more. Olmark is the triple crown. He had the most wins, the highest save percentage, and the lowest goals allowed. There is no scenario where that guy doesn't get the Vesna. I there just isn't. You can complain about it. If you want, if Eric I guess. fucking Carlson can That's win the, the Norris, then Olmark is winning the Vesna. That's not a fair comparison, but I, but sure, it's just like I, I I have to take one so I get to. Like if, we're, if we're just playing it by the stats, then fuck you. Like we're taking this side this side of it. Then that's the thing that like. I don't get how people who are arguing against 
Omar like don't hear themselves. Yeah. Like when they're saying like oh he didn't play enough. He had the like, most wins. He had the most wins. And I think didn't... somebody tied him in the last game of the season. But even still, somebody like... who what started seventy games. Like... Yeah, someone the the New York goaltender. Oh, uh, Igor. Yeah, it's no, like... it was, no, it wasn't even Igor. Was it? I don't know what I'm talking about. It was like carry on. It, it just it entirely defeats the argument. Like I oh, didn't play enough, dude. He won more games than anyone. <laughs> so <laughs> this doesn't matter. Do you not like... hear that? That doesn't make sense. No. And also, like, find anybody then who has a well, how many did he play? Forty eight games. Uh, yeah, he. he... <laughs> Yeah, he won 40 of his 48 starts. It was yeah. Georgiev of, of the Avalanche who had 40 wins. Oh, okay. So, like, find anybody else through any 48-game stretch who has numbers similar to that. Like, you can't, he was the only, the only goalie with a sub-two goes allowed. He had a 1.89, and the next was Gustafson with a 2.1. Like, show me, be it Gustafson, be it Sorokin, be it Hellebuck, Show me a forty-eight game stretch where they had a a what a nine-four and a one-nine-five. Show me that. Like then, then we can have a conversation. But there isn't one. There isn't one. You it's can't absolutely ask there. Yeah. So Vesna winner. Yeah. Fucking obviously, Jim Montgomery is winning the Jack Adams. Gotta fuck you if he doesn't. Right, the meaningless award. Otherwise. Uh, I've already locked down the president's trophy. They like uh, Olmark and Swayman won the Jennings. For the fewest goals allowed, Hampus will not obviously not win the Norris, but like he's at least he'll get being votes. discussed. Like, yeah, he'll like he'll votes. get some votes. Um, Bergeron, I as far as I've been seeing, is a shoe in for the Selkie again. He has the highest mm-hmm. defensive rating out of any forward in the league. They're the only team who had a 40 win goaltender and a 20 win goaltender ever. It's never happened before. Mm-hmm. It's come close. There was like 41 and 19 a couple times, but there's never been a 40 and a 20. I'm just, it's that is so crazy. Good. I love it so much. Like, and again, it's just, we should just play the audio of Jack reading all the stats. Just let him, let him. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to play it all? No, <laughs> it would be <laughs> half the show. <laughs> uh, it was Ber- enough Bergeron early. People... Is the, fa- the odds on favorite for the South here. No? Good. Good. So, um, to double check that. Bruins are cup favorites. Obviously I think they're like plus 300. Which is like, ooh, and then like Colorado, I think it was plus seven hundred. I, 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 I do. And I, I kind of, I do want to. Friend David Pasternak is also the odds-on favorite to win the Conn Smythe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So Pasternak last I saw is plus seven hundred to win the mm-hmm. Conn Smythe. McDavid is plus eight hundred, and then Olmark is plus nine hundred. Yeah. So two out of the it's, top three are. It's stuff like that that does make me nervous. I'm like, yeah. oh. I know it does. It does. Uh, listen, it's so much pressure. It's very like, easy to picture like how all the headlines would look. You know, like, oh, it totally is to see like, oh, like, you know, historic season becomes blah, 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 blah. Like, it's easy to picture it all. Yeah, I, I have been seeing I've been seeking out a lot of like playoff predictions because it's just fun to see everybody like, yeah, Bruins and five Bruins and five. Like that is the yeah. hot, the average take, I would say, is Bruins and five. Mm-hmm. And then you have some people being like, you know, you know, Panthers are a good team. They are like uh, mm-hmm. they were the fifth most goals scored. Like they have a very good offense. They had like mm-hmm. a lot of players above 60, 70 points. But 
they, I, I don't know. Like a few people are like, oh, Panthers and seven, or even just like Panthers are going to upset Boston. It'll be the greatest upset of all time. And I'd be like, eh. I mean, it would be, it would be up there, but because it would be, it won't, it probably will not happen. Like that's, that's, kind of, that's what upsets works. are. Yeah. It's the most unlikely thing. And that's yeah. like, that, that's what I, I don't know. I hate predictions like that. Cause it's like, I'm just saying the most unlikely thing there is on the off chance that if it happens, I get to be the guy who says, I see, I told you. You know what's also annoying is the flip side mm-hmm. where people say the most likely thing to happen. They'd be like, the Bruins won't win the cup. Someone else will win the cup. It's like, oh, wow, really? F- like Bruins versus out of the, the field? Yeah, that, yeah, well, that's what it is. There's articles being like, this is why the field's going to win. It's like, why? Because of probability? Like, <laughs> also, the other see- 15, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't. And we're still seeing, can the Bruins break the President's Trophy curse? We've covered this. You have you were like six times. What? No, you're. It's like twenty percent of the time. Four times more likely to win the cup. Yeah, yeah. You're four times more likely to win, and like it, it happens like twenty percent of the time. The president's trophy. Twenty-two percent of the time. (laughs) Yeah, so almost a quarter of the time. So there's no such thing. Um, Now, before we get into the 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 Panther series and really predicting and whatever. Yes. Um, I had some stats from the games that we missed. I know we probably aren't going to go. It, it seems asinine now to sit here and like go through game by game or anything like that. I don't know if you really had stuff you wanted to point nothing, to. No, nothing game. too specific. I think people will have their eyes set forward anyways. I know I yeah. do. Makes sense. But uh, I did just want to point out a couple of stats here. So we missed seven games. They won all seven. Oops. Uh, um, our bad. Uh, Bruins outscored their opponents in these seven games, 27 to 17. Uh, their power play went six for 19. That's 31.5%. That is a pretty significant uh, uptick from their season average, which is 22.2%. They finished 11th in the National Hockey League. So the power play has found it a little bit. I know it doesn't totally feel like it, but it's a pretty massive uptick to go from 22% to 31.5 over these seven games. Um, The penalty kill, Rob, I double, triple check this. Do you know what their penalty kill did over the last seven games? Yeah, they like it was like 45 or 45 or something like that. It was 24 of 40, 22. Jesus. One, H, one I'm looking at the numbers. They killed 24 of 25. <laughs> so they, they were on a streak that was like 30 plus. Like, two. yeah. So over these last seven, they had a, a what, 96%. Yeah. Kill percentage. Um, I think we kind of keep dancing around it. I think we're good to just kind of jump into some of this like head to head stuff for the Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's do it. So I looking, if you want to look at special teams first, I have that same, the six out of 19 stat in front of me. So on the season, the Bruins were 22.2%. And that's in, it includes them being like first or second in the league and towards the beginning of the year and then kind of huge drop off and then coming back. Mm-hmm. The Panthers were at so that's twenty two two. The Panthers were at twenty two eight, so comparable. Yeah, I would say more recently the Bruins have been better on the power play than the Panthers have been. Penalty kill again first, obviously eighty seven point three percent first in the league. Stupid. Panthers are at seventy six percent for twenty third in the league. Okay, and the defensive discrepancies is what I'm what I want to highlight for this series goals for so oh, before we get to the goals for per game are pretty comparable so Bruins are at three six seven Panthers are at three five one for second and sixth place respectively 
Mm-hmm. So Panthers have good offense. They they do score a lot of goals. Uh, and goals allowed, Bruins are allowing 2.12 per game for first. Panthers are 21st in the league at 3.32. Okay. They don't have the best defense. And I know goaltending. So defense and goaltending are what everybody's talking about right now. Because mm-hmm. their defense isn't great. And their goaltending has been weird this season because they had Sergei Bobrovsky, but he was injured and he kind of just like wasn't really up to it and wasn't playing very well. And they have Spencer Knight, like this young stud, but like also not up. Like, I think he's still injured. Excuse me at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in Alex Lyon stud huge for them. Like probably one of the reasons, if not the reason they got into the playoffs in this late push because he went on a tear. I'm not terribly worried about it because they played not the best teams. And also it's like in a head to head matchup. Like, do I want, you know, the, the, the hot young goaltender with the narrative and kind of nothing to lose and everything to prove. Or do I want the Vesna winner? <laughs> like, do I want the guy that went 40 for 48? The guy that let in less than two goals a game on average. So I think goaltending Bruins have the edge. I think offense at, I still think Bruins have the edge, but at the very least you can say it cancels out. And then defense is the biggest discrepancy in Bruins. As long as Bruins defense keeps doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't see how the Panthers win more than two at most. Okay. Well, let, let, let let me stick on the goaltending real quick. Okay. So the, they played four games against each other, obviously this year, Mm -hmm. uh, the attendees split it evenly. Linus in his two games allowed three goals each against the Panthers, a 925 save percentage, a down tick from his 938. Yeah. But, uh, but, but still something. Uh, but how did he allow three goals and have a 925, you ask? Because he averaged facing 40 shots a game. They take a shit ton of shots, too. I think Rob, they want to hear how many. It's like 50 or something like that. Or like, they uh well it's, it's not quite that many. They 100 they, they led the league in shots with 3019 shots this year. They were uh it was the second year in a row that they were the only team to have 3000 shots and it is their third year in a row leading the league in shots. So they shoot the puck especially against these bees like i said 40 shots per game and in those other two games swayman started he allowed four goals in each start and averaged 30 saves so 34 shots a game on swayman they shoot a lot yeah okay yeah i uh I don't know. Like, I don't feel that worried about this series. I'm not as confident as I would have mm-hmm. been had it been the Pittsburgh Penguins. That mm-hmm. would have been a massacre. Mm-hmm. But because it would have been a massacre, it was the same reason they didn't get into the playoffs. The Penguins were in a do or die. They were fully in control of their fate. All they had to do was win against the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets, and they were in. Didn't matter what anybody else did. If they did that, they were in. And yeah. they lost to the Blackhawks. Oh my God! Oh no! Can you imagine? And they did it on home ice, and then after the game, they had to do their like fan ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We we lost to the Blackhawks. That's what I was. Getting yeah, I was going to say. Imagine to losing Blackhawks. to the Blackhawks. We lost to the Red Wings and Blackhawks back to back. In the really same happened. weekend. That really happened. They the were both on the road. Day. They were on the road Actu- in the Midwest. You know, actually, the darkest weekend of the year, which is pretty crazy. 
Um, also, something I noticed. So the Bruins, like you said, they played them four times, two two and zero record. Mm-hmm. Um, outscored them seventeen to fifteen across those two games or those four games. Mm-hmm. Posternock had a goal in all four. He had a two goal even in all strength. Four. Oh, I thought he had a point in all four. It was no, he had a goal time. in all four games. He had two even strength goals and two on the power play. He was he averaged about just under uh, six shots a game. It was eight, mm-hmm. four, three, and seven, and about twenty minutes of ice time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my prediction: I think Pasternak is going to fucking tear them apart. Uh, I, Kachuk is going to be in his face all all series long, without a doubt. Um, but Pasta's built like he can handle it. Mm-hmm. But I do not think the Florida defense can handle playoff David Pasternak. <laughs> well, the, so here's the thing: Pasta Pasta's an incredible player, right? And, uh, you know, a, a, an absurd amount of points this year. What, 111? Yes. 61 goals, 50-something assists. So, yeah. hundred and Yeah, 110, something around there, right? So, like, a point and a half a game 113. Guy. 113. 113. So, like, you know, point and a half a game guy. Uh, in his last three play, we got tons of stats. We've never come th- this prepared with stats. We're before, so ready. Ever. We're, yeah, we're, we're both a little excited here. Last three years, 28 playoff games for David Pasternak, 13 goals, 18 assists. So 31 points in 28 playoff games. Still over a point the game. It's not what I'm getting at is it's not quite the pace that you used to that you've seen this year from David Pasternak. So so does that affect uh what, what you expect from Pasta going into the playoffs? Not for me, but it is worth noting that his uh his numbers are very good, much better than an average player. His regular season numbers are also uh, maybe a tough task to live up to. I disagree. That you think he's going to explode yeah, I, here. I think he's going to stay on pace, if not exceed it, at least in this series, yeah. because Florida doesn't have the defense to contain him. What does worry me is his turnovers against this team, because they're very fast and they're very yeah. offensively gifted. So they're going to burn him a lot more if he gives them the opportunity. Which he probably well, I think he's playing the best hockey of his career right now. It was like you don't on a fluke get 113 points. Like he is unbelievably on his game right now. I very much think he is the leading goal scorer in this series. And I think he's gonna average a goal a game, if not more. I'll even say I think he's gonna average around two points a game. So we're saying ten points in five games for pasta. Yeah. I would say eight to ten, eight to ten points a series, and I, I, my actual, my, all right. Let me, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first. What is your prediction for this series in terms of like who wins it and in how many games? Yeah, who do you think wins this one, Joe? Who do you? <laughs> I got the bees. Oh, uh, taking the taking the bees in this one. Yeah, I just got a feeling. Uh, I don't know what the odds are, but I think I'm going to take the bees. Uh, I'm going. I'm going five games. I'm going to take that. That bet that you and I found on DraftKings that was uh, like Bruins minus one and a half games in the series, which basically just means the Bruins to win in five or six less or games. less, six or less, six, no five or less. No, because it's if it's minus one and a half and they win four two and it's minus one one and a half, it'd be two point five to two. So it's <laughs> minus one and a half is the Bruins to win in six or fewer games. What? Am I not? Am I wrong? I don't think you are wrong, and that's yeah. Because if crazy. the record is four two and you subtract one and a half from four, yeah, 
That's two and a half, which is still better than two. So they would still win. Is that the freest money I've ever? Yeah, you heard even of? messaged me. You're like, is that just six or less games? So I was like, yes. And the odds are like five or less. And I still thought it was like free that. money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This, this is not going to be a six. I do not believe this will be a six, seven game series. If Alex Lyon can show up and live up to it and just steal a game or two, sure. I don't think Florida can possibly win either of these first two games, at least at the very least, not game one. I don't think they win a game at the garden. I could see they lost a four games they... in regulation in the garden all year long. Do they? All right. Here's a, here's a question. The better than do the Bruins win this series? Do the Bruins, how many, how many games at the garden do the Bruins lose this playoffs? Ooh. Is it, three. is it more than one? Two to th- uh, yeah, two to three. In this is in a like a you won the cup, like you played sixteen to twenty eight games, two to three. I don't think Florida's the team to do it. I don't think they're really a playoff team. They're a I mean, team that got into the playoffs, are. but yeah, like I don't are. think they're built for a run. The only thing that I think you can't win. Be... How do you win the cup without defense? You just can't, or without really solid goaltending. I think they are going to be a playoff team in the way that they are going to be must-watch hockey. It's going to they be are fun. no matter who they were playing, they were going to have two things, and that is a ton of offense and um, a piece of shit rat bastard who's going to start fights as often as he possibly can. He like the Panthers are going to be must must-watch TV. They are, and this is going to be a super fun series for those reasons. But I. <sighs> I don't know. The thing is, all the numbers when they play the field don't scare me at all. But the numbers that they put up against the bees, for whatever reason, they come to compete, bro. They just do. Yeah, they were uh, one of only two teams to beat the Bruins twice this year. And the other team was the Ottawa Senators. Makes no sense. It makes zero sense. sense. No. But I mean, still to put up 15 goals in four games against the bees, bro. Like to average three and a half goals a game against the bees. It's, a, it's, a, it's an above average. Like, what is that? What is it about them? Is it just the volume? Did you see this is like almost certainly nothing. People were trying to, I don't even say argue, but postulate that one of the times the Bruins played in Florida and lost because they lost both of their games in Florida. Right. Which is like another important thing, I think. That's, um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It was coming off of Bergeron's one, either 1,000th, yeah, his 1,000th point. Yeah. And someone said that Beersy let it slip that the boys went out in Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. So they were playing hungover, allegedly. I don't know if I buy it. It seems too like, no, that doesn't count. We were tired. Like, but like, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I totally believe that happened. I totally believe the boys would go out for Bergie's thousandth point. That that sounds like exactly what they would do. But how often are they all going out? Before I get, you know what I mean? How many Not of these games often. are played hungover? I thought, you know what I mean? Like, 
I, I bet they were hungover. I also bet it was not the first or second time that year that they went out after or, you know, played a game after a night out. Yeah, almost certainly. So, the Vegas flu. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with your uh, with Bruins and five. I think that's likely. I I initially was thinking they win game one, drop game two. At the guy. And then win three in a row. But, but I was like, oh, they might take their foot off the gas. And then my brain was like, Patrice Bergeron is the captain of this team. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. They're not there. If anything, they're going to hit them harder in game two. That's like, the thing is like, that's the only argument you, that you can see anywhere for the bees not winning the cup is like, oh, like, well, they lost their, um, you know, killer instinct. And how are they going to keep motivation high? And like, they're going to take their foot off the gas. And it's like, did you not see them go and win 65 games? Like, they won 15 of their last 16 games. Like, when did they take their foot off the gas then? Like, they didn't when even did seem they to be that? trying. I think they're just that good. Because like, the thing when... is, like, uh, all of them say it's the same thing. It's the cliche things. But, like, they all say the right things, which is, like, now, like, we're just focused on the next game. And, like, all of the behind-the-beat clips, like, they are saying that stuff. Like, they they're are in the locker room, like, it. hey, boys, like, that was that was a good one. Let's go out and do it tomorrow. Like they don't, they don't slow down. They all practice together. They all go out together. They all get beers at breakfast together on game days. Like, Joe, come on, I, they're not, they're not. That's not taking your foot off the gas. That's being locked in. The I, Fluto put out the practice lines, and they still weren't complete because I think it was Bergeron wasn't practicing Bergeron, and Marchand left Omar. early, so it, it yeah. wasn't complete. But seeing Hall. Coyle Frederick as your third line. And then Nick Felino, Tomas Nosek, Garnet Hathaway as your Jesus fourth line. Get the fuck Christ. out of here. Are you joking? Jesus Are you Christ. joking? That's another okay. So, yes, Panthers have high-end offensive talent. It's very top heavy. Not like Bruins perfection line the last couple of years, top heavy, but like it's the top two lines. That's yeah. more or less which is most is. teams yeah which is fine it's usually like how you play it's how the nhl is built so you if don't you don't have like, four lines like the bruins have so if you want to oversimplify it and do the algebra and say they cancel out and then just compare the third and fourth lines no no i started looking at the third line and i would say the only edge their third line has is because they have eric stall as their third line center cup winner 83 how playoff games eric stall how old is Eric Stahl? 38 years old. Okay. All right. So they don't they have, have Eric Stahl. They have, they Ryan have the corpse of Eric Stahl. <laughs> they have Lomberg and Duclair, who are 28 and 27. Duclair is coming off of an Achilles tendon injury and surgery last July. So he, like, just came back. He only played 20 games this year. But they had nine points in 20 games with 20 hits and nine blocks. But I, I didn't even finish going the stats because I was like, is this even going to kind of compare? No, it doesn't. Uh, so Lomberg had 20 points, Stahl had 27, Duclair had nine, but only in 20 games. So that's a tough comparison. Mm -hmm. Taylor Hall had 36 points, Charlie mm -hmm. Coyle had 45. And I don't have Frederick in front. No, Frederick had like 30 points, which is like a record high for him. Our third and fourth lines are going to win us a series. I'm convinced. It's like if you, if like that's the exactly top lines are goes. just like yeah, canceling each other out, it's mm -hmm. like. Freddy <laughs> had 31. Freddie had 31. 31, thank you. I don't know. I, it's just they're going to send Hoyle, Hall, Coyle, and Freddie out there, and they're just going to ruin them. 
that's what I'm most excited for. I'm most excited for like three minutes into this game, into the first game, to see the third line, fourth line matchups. I want a goal from each of them in the first period. From each line? Or from no, each just player. the third and fourth, just the third and fourth. I they meant from each player. Like I want six goals in the first <laughs> period. Every... I want them to forfeit. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, dude, can we just talk about the Monday we're about to have tomorrow? Can we flex on yes, the list? Yes, but yes, but real quick, because I want to talk because okay, just because okay. it's relevant to All right. what's going on. I feel like we can flex on the folks whenever. Yeah. Um Nick Felino, just because you you mentioned that he's, uh, he's coming back. I'm so excited, man. I'm so, so it feels like Nick excited. has been out forever for to me. I don't know about you. It feels like I haven't seen Nick in a long, long fucking time. He feels he like played, a memory. He played 60 games. I had the same reaction. I was like looking at games played. I'm like, he only missed 20. What? Like, yeah, like I like what Jake missed. Like he he missed 22 games total this year. Um he, I I'll say this. This was this was me trying just trying to find any like oh okay like what's Nick gonna look like when he comes back? What was the last of Nick that we were seeing? He had just one point in his last five games of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's a little weird. Was he slowing down a little bit? Uh, the four games prior, five points. Yeah. So no, so no, that was nothing. No, he's good. No, he's yeah, fine. he's good. Um, here is something though, because I kept digging again. I'm like, let me just find something for like like. Just get a little bit of padding, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, weariness about like how much will Nick, you know, be like shaking off this rust and coming back. What are his numbers against Florida like in particular? Nick's last point against Florida was January of 2021. Hmm. So it has been over two years since since Nick has uh, notched a point against the old big cats down south. Do they call them that? You do now. I like that. The big cats down south. I kind of like that. Sounds like a euphemism, to be honest. <laughs> For like <Moving> balls. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. My, my big cats down south. <laughs> I'm sorry. My testicles. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I assumed a... that it's a, it's a northern <laughs> expression, apparently. Sorry, we, we found a lump in your big cats down south. <laughs> hockey. Uh, hockey, hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Uh, Pavel Zaka won the seventh player award as he should have. Oh my goodness, what a talent Pavel Zaka is! He's so good, he's so talented. Bertuzzi Zaka Pasternak, do you know? Do you understand how good of a line you have to be to make people have reservations about putting David Krejci back on the line? <laughs> Being like, ooh, uh, mm. maybe Dave sits. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. There's actually people don't even really know if Nick is playing game one, not even because he can't, yeah, but because like you know you we have two we have the best problem imaginable. We have too many players that are too good. Can't that, wait till like, someone not gets obvious. So we can use all stacked. our guys. Greer is the first one out. Like I I do yeah. love Greer, but like it's I it's not he's a question that he's yeah. out. I think Lauko maybe. Though Probably. I really like Lauko's energy. But you got like Nick hasn't played in like months and you got Freddie playing some of the best hockey of his career. It's like, all right, well, fuck, like who's who's coming out? They're almost certainly going to rotate, which is even more frustrating for Florida because like they could try to be like, all right, they're really getting us. We got to start wearing them down, like send Radko Gudos out and just fucking mm-hmm. toss them into the boards. 
And it's like, oh, he's a little sore. We're just going to put Nick Felino in this game instead. Like, oh, good. Awesome. Cool. Like, fresh yeah. Nick Felino. And, and you're not like, going to, yeah. And the thing is, so many of these guys, it's not true of every combination, but it's true of a lot that they're, because there was shuffling during the year, that there is already some established chemistry. So as oh, much yeah. as you want to prep for a line or, you know, prep for like a, a way that a duo plays together, you can switch it up and already have some established chemistry and keep them on their heels. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy what they're going to be able to do. I think that they can absolutely dominate. The thing the thing to like remember is that like when the bees look down, especially in game, this is like in small sample sizes, in like 10 minute stretches. But when they're down and when they're not clicking, they look like they're not clicking and they don't start clicking. It usually has to be like an intermission before they click again. And I think like those are the moments wherein the the Panthers can find some offensive momentum. So I don't know about how shuffling on the go might go in the series. And I know that that the, our, our boy likes to do that, likes to get his hands dirty, our friend Monty. But uh, personally, personally, I would like to just let the lines do their thing. Let the lines men- mesh, meld. Yeah. I think it's – well, the top line is not changing at all. Barring injury, it's that's Marshan Berger on DeBrusque. That's the only line. It's not the only line and defensive pairing. I have faith that is not changing. Mm-hmm. And then, like we we're just talking about, like the second one was the check line with Pavel Zaka, David Krejci, David Pasternak. Mm-hmm. But now with Bertuzzi playing as well as he has been, it's like, oh, maybe. And then it's like, oh, do we move Bertuzzi down? It's like, well, no, because Taylor Hall is the third line left wing. It's like, well, do we move him down? It's like, no, because that's Nick Felino. <laughs> it's like, I, I, we have so much talent. And the thing is, like you said, like Montgomery has been changing up the line so much that they've proven they have chemistry all over the place. Yeah. So we can do Zaka Krejci pasta. We can do Bertuzzi Zaka pasta. Like it's, there's so many options. Nick Felino and Garnet Hathaway on the same line together is a dream come true. Oh my God. Can you pick? Can we just like throw what Frederick perfect yin and yangs too? Just offensive yin yeah. and yangs. Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> lawful good, chaotic evil. Like like basically yeah. like like the opposite end of the spectrum. They're gonna beat the shit out of you, but with two very different incentives. I don't like, know. I think they're both chaotic. I think mm-hmm. it's like chaotic good, chaotic evil. Honestly, yeah, that's that's yeah. Nick is chaotic good. Hathaway <laughs> is chaotic evil. <laughs> I love Garnet Hathaway so much. Like he's just like going out of his way be like fucking look at me i fucking dare you like i think it's so Dude, good Orloff, it, it's like both of them were told like <laughs> hey before you go to boston you gotta know they need you to be a meth head before you go there like you gotta start I'm so smoking crystal immediately before you get there it's like they just they got there and we're like hey i understand you need me to come here and and uh you know just be a bulldozer it's like, oh no you can you know, we want you to contribute in all sorts of ways. And they're like, right, wink, wink, got it. <laughs> you want me to break noses. Also, Orlov had, had played 23 games in Boston. Mm. He had 17 points. It was a defenseman. As a defenseman. What is that? <laughs> on base, and he had like, like a 60-point defense. Like, I know Dude, we're the not last to goal. these games too much, but that goal? 
oh my god i i just laughed i think brick just started laughing it's like what the fuck was that if david posternock scored that goal i would be like holy fucking shit but it was dimitri orlov and he did like the like the one leg like fist pump sally and then it was like okay i texted you like his attitude is incredible it's just he almost carries himself like why does everybody try so hard? You just shoot and don't let them shoot. Like it's like he just seems like this is nothing to him. Like it's just like yeah, it's I I score. Yeah, I get like, it. I play. Yeah, it's, it's a job for me. Yeah, and then Bertuzzi looks like a 1990s hockey movie like antagonist. Like looks the, like, like the a long... video game that like didn't have the rights to actually use NHL players, <laughs> so they yes. just made up like oh here's a hockey guy. I don't know. And then Garnet Hathaway was pulled from a time machine during World War One. He just looks like a guy that's just been in the trenches for the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, he does look like he has shell shock. He does. He's just he just stares, stares. And he has like the scars on his He's face a, too. Like, his eyes are a little empty. And I mean this in a in a loving way. There's it's it, <clears throat> it's shark it's not eyes. Like, yeah, it's not like there's nothing behind them, but it's like the empathy has been like it's like he got like a partial lobotomy. Like yeah. they pulled out his empathy. Meter to make the perfect fourth liner. (laughs) (laughs) We will create him. We we can rebuild him. We do have a nice pick. Like (laughs) I yeah, dude. Playoff Orlov. Playoff Hathaway. Playoff Pasternak. Playoff Krejci. Playoff Zaka. Are you worried about Bershi and Marchand right now? Independently, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, as a duo, especially when they get cooking, especially when the lights are bright, I think that they are they are going to serve um, like the most important purpose on this team, even if it's not putting the puck in the net. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, is like you can see it in their point totals like Martian didn't have his best year. Mm. Still had like 67 points, I think, <laughs> like by his standards. Not great. Uh, neither was Bergeron's. But like we talked about before, Bergeron is like leading the charge for the selkie again mm-hmm. <laughs> um i i think i might have asked you this the the two nhl player active nhl players who lead in plus minus are patrice bergeron and brad marchand that is crazy and, and, I, the and last... it totally makes sense why they as much as 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 they haven't been producing they just start maybe <laughs> I, I feel weird giving this attribute to marchand but they do shut down. They just run the play is the thing. Like they, they, they manage possession. I would love to see possession time on that yeah. line. So Brad Martian leads all active players and plus minus with a plus two ninety, and Bergeron has a two eighty nine. Wow. Krejci is six <laughs> with one sixty six. Are they and McAvoy, and McAvoy is McAvoy is eleventh. Who's been in the league so fewer years, and then it's Lindholm. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, this is incredible. Uh, I mean, this year helped everybody. Yeah, everybody. Oh yeah, this was just like talk about padding your stats. Um, I mean, yeah, Lindholm's I, I, in the top because he had fifty this year. He was plus forty nine. What? Yeah, joking. Uh, you don't get yeah, to attack so, on a plus 50 in one year. That's not fair. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, do you know Larry Robinson's? It's unreachable. It, it can't be. It simply cannot be touched. A plus minus? Is yeah. it? Is it triple digits? <laughs> yeah. It's it's approaching quadruple digits. I'll put it that way. Oh, you're way. saying? Oh, I thought I thought you meant in a year. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Like all okay. time. No, I don't. I don't. Plus 722. Get the fuck out of here. And next is Orr at 589. 
722 that no one is ever touching that ever that's hmm. insane it was all in the beard uh so when i brought up bergeron and Martian, i meant more like the soreness that they keep reporting it's like bergeron like had the upper body injury against montreal and like he wanted to come back but they were like no 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 um and jaffe and razor were talking about that like imagine having to be the equipment manager to tell patrice bergeron you can't go back out and like they're like they just like stole his skates when he wasn't <laughs> looking like um and then like so march and so that happened with bergeron he left early and then he wasn't at practice and they're like oh we're just resting him and like i believe it but at the same time i'm like mm, i don't love i that. gotta know what it is i hate the thing yeah, to get away with is. upper body injury yeah and from here on out that's all we're getting where it's going to be it's it's total locked information lockdown can and i then say Marchand something left crazy the go for it marshan left the practice yeah he left practice early on saturday or friday their last practice he left early this might be dumb tell me if i'm dumb here okay in terms of an upper body injury and what you're rooting for <laughs> what would i rather it be what would you what would you like it to be literally like literally just soreness like oh my arm's a little my arm's a little tight like just like but like nothing like like i i think literally anything at all was enough for them to be like no sit out like do not even really don't i i think the threshold is on the ground for like i i think it is so little for them to be like don't even bother like we you're good we don't need you 36 year old patrice bergeron about to win the selkie to practice it's like you're good like you're you're not gonna gain anything out of this practice significant enough to warrant risking any kind of injury or making something that's pre-existing any worse at all and i feel the same way about marshand but it's still it's still like oh why aren't they practicing <laughs> like, oh uh yeah like I, I can't escape that but my brain is also like don't worry about it it's fine that's a really good point that's a really yeah. good point that because I guess I didn't think about that. I just saw it as like, oh, they're sitting them must be something somewhat severe. Must be no, something of note. But yeah, I don't know why it just didn't click in my head that, of course, yeah, they would sit them for anything. Yeah. Seeing that Forbert and Felino were skating regular jerseys with the team. Love that. And they like they actually they pointed out that the reason Bergeron and Marchand were out from the practice is because it was a very hard practice. Like they had a full scrimmage to test the conditioning of Felino and Forbert. Be like, can you go? Like, can you game right now? So like, don't, it's not, they're not just passing it around. It's like, they were fucking going for it. So like, yeah, Bergie and Marchand take the day off. You're good. Yeah. Uh, but I won't say I'm worried about, I won't say I'm worried about them. One in, in that capacity, I, I will say it would take a bullet to keep Bergeron. Anything. Oh short my God. Of yeah. Very productive. If you he know. can walk, if he can skate, he's going out there. That's it. Like we we've seen that from him time and time yeah. again. And he's going to be productive out there. And just, <laughs> That's the and crazy smart part and, too. He will. Yeah. He'll still be. He's here. not just going to be a body out there. No. Um, oh my god! I, I saw so I love I'm getting so nervous. <laughs> I know. I love talking. I forgot about these guys can get hurt, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> not on my watch. I love seeing terrible Twitter takes because it's just like hilarious. Like seeing stuff like Forbert better be nowhere near the playoffs. What? Like, what are you talking about? Or someone's like, why isn't Wagner on the team? Did everyone explode? Like, what do you mean? Why is Wagner not on the team? Like, I Who love Wags, but like, dude, if, if, if AJ Green and Lauka aren't making this roster, Chris Wagner is not <laughs> making this roster. 
Put him behind Listen, the bench. I got. I don't know. <laughs> I want Greer, Lauko, McLaughlin. I need Anton Bleed to get traded back. I think we got. I think we have a shot there. Yeah, some I I know there is one I saw months ago when I can't get out of my head. Mm-hmm. This was like talking about Olmark, and at the time was leading with wins, mm-hmm. and he was someone's like wins aren't a goalie stat. There are three goalie stats. Well, they that literally is are. They, it is like I don't. Yeah, I understand. Like it's so dumb, it's almost not worth discussing. But I need it's like to. I understand what you're getting at, but uh... wrong. Yeah, like I understand I, saying like it's weird to attribute wins to a goaltender. Yeah, but like they also do it for pitchers and they, you know. Yeah. It's just how it works. They won the game. And it also like is the point of the job, you know what I mean? To secure mm-hmm. a win. So All right, so there was a practice that. today. Yep. Uh ooh, uh talking about <laughs> I don't love this quote. Sweeney on Bergeron, quote, if he feels well enough tomorrow, he'll play. I don't love that. What? I don't love that. What? I'm guessing he didn't practice again. He says, Bert, uh, this is from Scott McLaughlin. I was saying Sweeney says Bergeron is dealing with, quote, a little bit of a little bit of both injury and illness. And Swayman is also under the weather. I think they're just sick. So Bergeron rested today. Um and so did Swayman. What? Olmark said his biggest concern for game one is getting to the garden on Marathon Monday. <laughs> Fair. I like oh that he's about to start a net in the playoffs in one of the most pressure <laughs> and he's like runs of all time. It's like, I just want to make sure I can get to the building. That's that's kind of all I'm worried about. Like he has like he's almost arrogant. Like he's just like like when he had that insane like fifty something save game against Calgary, he was like, "Yeah, oh, that was fun." Yeah, you know. <laughs> kept <laughs> me busy. Yeah, you know, it's good to be involved. Like, uh, I love that dude. Like he's at one of the most like highly anticipated playoff starts. Yeah, and he's like, God hey. knows how long. The greatest hockey team of all time, and he's like, the traffic's gonna be crazy. So if I can manage that, then <laughs> Hope it doesn't you know, rain. It'll be good. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, this is a bit more promising. This is Marshand yeah. saying he's feeling good physically, quote, other than being old. Said he anticipates Bergeron playing, quote, not a big deal that he's getting extra rest. I would be shocked if Bergeron doesn't play tomorrow. Like, shocked. Um, uh, and the thing is, even if he doesn't, if he misses one game and it's the first game and it's against the Panthers, like, we just talked about how much depth there is. I'm not... I'm not pulling any alarms because because Bergeron misses a game. Let him miss the whole Florida series. We can sweep without him. A little worried about Grizz. I think he's going to get bullied. Yeah, a little bit. He's playing very good hockey. Like it's not like mm. he's struggling, but I don't know. Oh, I I, I I really hope Forbert is like really like up to speed. Because I think that's a guy that people forget how important he is and like what he looks like when he's on the ice, especially mm-hmm. on the PK. Speaking of bully. <laughs> yes. Who is going to be Matthew Kachuk's target? Because he's going to have one. So he's top line, yeah? Let's check it out. I would. I think so. He's like a 100-point player. 
Yeah. But who knows? Uh, no, no, second line. Second, second line. line. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a perfect line to line matchup every all the time, but his matchup would be David Pasternak. <laughs> Uh, great. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to come down to defensemen and if it turns physicality. Yeah. If you can, wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, we're gonna we're gonna have Tyler Bertuzzi going against Matthew Kachuk. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is that for real? Yeah. I mean, they're both second liners. Is. Yeah, they're both second liners. Oh, I mean, Bertuzzi may be going down the third line because I think that'll probably happen. I don't think you're not putting Krejci anywhere else other than the second line. And I want Zaka back on the, I want the check line back. I really do. So you want Zaka back on the wing? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Zaka's not centering at all. It's Bergeron, Krejci, Coil, Nosek, without a doubt. I love Nosek at center. He's so good at it. And it's great to know that he can do it, but yeah, like where our cup runneth over with centers at the moment. And what? And do you move Hall over to the right wing on the third line? No, I think it's you could do Hall, Coil, Bertuzzi. That's what I I'm think, thinking. But one yeah. of them, they're both left wingers, Bertuzzi and Hall. I think Freddie. I I I I don't think it's unlikely that Frederick and Felina are the ones rotating. It's insane that. Trent Frederick could be having like a career year and he still doesn't make the roster <laughs> and might not be. Yeah. I mean, you could have 31 points in 79. Not every games. night. Yeah. Not every night. Anyway. And yeah. They 57 penalty minutes. Racco Gudis, uh, I think could be a problem. No, not like in skill. Not that he's not skilled, but that's a playoff dude. That's a, a big mean boy. Like that, that dude, he has like a hundred in like, two mile an hour slap shot mm-hmm. he's tough as shit he's he doesn't wear a visor like there you go like he's one of the last few guys who doesn't have to and doesn't want to they are um very spread the wealth this team like looking at their lines right now they very much um move around their talent as much as they can their power play unit is silly, though. It's the yeah, exact opposite. It's Kachuk, Barkov, Reinhardt. <laughs> Ekbl- that's Aaron Ekblad, Brandon Monter. That's good. Yeah, that's good a thing good thing we unit. have a fucking stellar penalty kill. Is Ma- like, Matthew Kachuk is on both power play units? He holy shit, he is. <laughs> oh, that's why. Well, that's not really good. Like, I, I yeah. only know that's great. But I mean, my God, man. I, Hornquist on the eye. This is going to be a very fun series. Kachuk had 109 points. It's only four behind Pasternak. Yeah. He's very good. That's, that's very good. Barkov. I just, like they have, I could see him. I, could, I don't know, man. I could see him like. Kachuk had five stupid. points against Boston this year. He was also a minus three. I mean, I think Pasta had f- four points and was a minus two. Yeah, so, they're, Evens out. they're pretty, uh, pretty one for one. I just I want to have a good guess for who I think he's going to target. I just don't have one. I think it's I think they're going to have to go after Pasternak. Because obviously they're like, well, here you go. Guy just scored 61 goals and he's scored four times against us. Like he's the one. If you had to pick a player to neutralize, it's him. 
unfortunately for yeah. them, there's like seven guys. And he's also go, but yeah, he's also a little temperamental. Our friend Pasta not. He is. I, I. I don't know. I. I don't really foresee him taking the bait. Really, I, really I think don't. he. I think it takes. I think very they're going to be like, look, take the bait. I think Trent Frederick is going to be like, look. I know this guy. I know what he. This is what he's going to do. He's going to be like he wants. He's going to be like Marsham. He's going to be like, I want to get under your skin. I want to piss you off, and then I'm going to score on you because I can do that. Yeah. I'm, my brain goes right to like Alex Burroughs. <laughs> like I think of, I think of those guys. I think of the Knucks. I, th- yeah. I think if anybody's going to be like a shit stirrer on that team, it's Kachuk and Gudis. Different, different kind of. Yeah, Gudis is just like more stoic about it. Kachuk is like, it'll hey, be, it'll you. be must watch TV, dude. It's going to be, a, it's going to be an robot. amazing series. Oh my god, dude! All right, it's time to flex. Okay, it is time to flex. All right, let's talk about tomorrow. Monday, Marathon Monday. Tomorrow is Marathon Monday in Boston, Massachusetts. Patriot uh, Day. Patriot Day, 10th anniversary of the bombing. So even Not more exactly, emotional. but yes. Yeah, yeah, like it's the 10th. Been 10 years since Marathon since, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly it. You and I are going to be seeing Shohei Otani pitching at Fenway Park. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, and then we will be bar crawling up to TD Garden for game one. Joe, I think that is going to be the loudest I've ever heard the garden. Is that this is gonna be the loudest one. I've ever been in my life? I'm gonna be obnoxious. <laughs> and everyone else around us better be obnoxious. Like I'm gonna be annoying. Like I'm gonna be obnoxious. I'm gonna get kicked out. Like Dude, I'm gonna I... fall. fall. <laughs> if you don't follow us on Twitter, do that because we are gonna be tweeting. We are gonna oh, have yeah. a day on Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm live tweeting the day for sure. Oh yeah, I, some I, pics, that, some videos. Oh my god, that building is going to be on fire. That's going to be electric, like puck drop. That place, the the first Let's Go Bruins chant that's going to happen right after puck drop is going to like give me chills. When I don't want to sit. Flag, I don't want to sit. I they probably won't. Eh, game one, round one, this is going to be most sitting. If we were in the back row, that's fine. But it's usually like end of game when yeah. people start standing yeah. when they pass the flag around in the loge and it's always upside down it's the best Charles, i would imagine char will be there unless he's just like dead tired from running the marathon which is probably mm-hmm. likely ty anderson said they might save him for later like, that makes sense run. also if this does go also, five if sorry. sorry go ahead you go you go if there was ever a time to Maybe honor the 2013, you know, team and the 2013 Red Sox team on Marathon Monday. And if there was a couple of, I don't know, keep players in town. E. Poppy is what I'm getting at. Poppy's probably going to do it. Yeah. What, the banner camping? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that'd be good. I. Oh, it's going to be so amazing. Um, do you have any other like things you think about that will happen in this series? Or, um, I think I hit every single one of my notes. Yeah, uh, as did I. I. I think I like the matchup. The yeah. only thing that kind of is like oh, is their offense, but mm-hmm. as long as Boston's defense shows up, it's kind of a non-issue. Yeah, 
And again, nearly everyone has Bruins in five. So we have talked about you and I off air about doing a show after every game. Yes. During the playoffs. Yes. I don't know how we're going to do that for game one because we're going to the game and then going back to your place. And we could record it in the morning. If we could you, record it in the morning. If you bring anything that you would need to record. I mean, that would mean I'd have to bring it around with me or I'd have to leave it in my car. We'll think about it. We'll make it happen. Show, if you show up at my place in the morning, you can just leave it at my place. That's true. We'll off, air, off, off, off air. Off air. Off air. Off air. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I do. We do very much plan to do an episode after every game. I'm gonna have to like record out in my porch, but we'll make it work. Yeah, they we'll probably won't even be like. I don't even know. Even like, if we do like long. 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean they'll be as long as they'll be as long. Like probably like I imagine 30 to 40. Um, yeah. Unless it was a particularly rambunctious game. Uh, but yeah, I feel very confident going in. Not arrogant, but confident. Like this mm-hmm. is the NHL. Anything can fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still feel very, very good about this. And I feel this in my bones. Bruins Maple Leafs round two. I it's just gonna happen. I just oh, I feel it. It's too good. They finally, in the first time in 19 years, won the playoff series. They reach the summit that is round two, and awaiting them is the Boston Bruins twiddling their thumbs after their four or five game series, being like, "Oh, nice of you to join us." <laughs> Have you, you can't considered keep getting like thwacked? Yeah, I think they're going to fucking try to sprint through the Panthers, too. I don't think they're going to dilly-dally at all. I think they're like, let's just get this one over with and prep for Toronto or Tampa Bay. Yeah, because that that's going to be a series. Either way, that's that going to be a be much a more difficult series. Either one of those yeah. teams, that is... I, I You can't let confident. this team give you give you trouble. Because if you go no. six or seven with them, like you can't be beat up going into Toronto or Tampa. Absolutely not. And then going to the conference final, probably against Carolina or New Jersey... Yeah, like you you got to fucking prep yourself. And then anybody who comes out of the West is going to be like skating 25 miles an hour the whole game. Yeah. I feel I want Vegas. Bruins, Colorado. It's going to be Vegas, though. Or Vegas. Kraken. Unfortunately for you, it's going to be Vegas. Fuck. It's going to be Bruce versus Bruce. Bruins. Bruce. That'd be, that'd be such a good series. I don't give a shit. That'd I know. So good. I know. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, yeah, like, no. I'm like, I'm oh, like, I'm getting a little butterflies Ooh. thinking about it. Ooh. All right. All right. I can't, okay. I can't get all wrapped up in it. Uh, all thanks right. for well, joining us. You guys, we'll, we'll talk to you after game one, after our very fun marathon Monday, follow us on, uh, on the stuff. And you'll... Yeah. And no matter what, appreciate what we just witnessed that you're going to, you're never going to see it again. You'll never see the Bruins do that again. in The regular season. You'll never see an NHL team do that again. You got to witness it happening for your team. You'll tell your Enjoy grandkids, that. I remember yeah. the best team of all time. Like your kids at some point are going to look at a stat book and be like, what the fuck happened in 22, 23? And you're just going to like lean back in your oh, chair and be like, let me you. tell you. Let me tell you all about it. And you were there. And with that, you can get ready for more. As I said, we said before, or I said to Joe before, 65 down, 16 to go. And with that, thank you for bearing with me. I'm a freak!